Welcome to Push Rim Live After Injury Podcast for March 13, 2014, episode 38, Neural Feedback. I'm Ray Pizarro. I'm Richard Bow. We want to thank our audience for being with us. Uh, these podcasts were created to talk about spinal cord injury related topics, disability resources, and also spotlight individuals that found ways to get past their challenges and are now a great source of inspiration. Um, on this episode, our friend Christina Wood who received her master's degree in marriage and family therapy, will discuss what neurofeedback is all about. Thanks for joining us, Christina. Hi, Christina. Hi, thank you for having me here. Yeah, thanks for being here. It was nice seeing you at the Abilities Expo in L.A. Mm -hmm. Thank you. It's very exciting. (laughs) So tell us about yourself. Um, How did you um, decide to get into neurofeedback? Well, I received my master's degree in clinical psychology in 2007, and I've been working with families, children, adolescents, and um, actually I was working with a lot of children with ADHD, and um, there was a lot of uh, confusions with uh, parents in terms of how I would treat my child, should I go and use medication, should I oh, not yeah. use medication? And medication was horrible. Yes, and then... I, uh, I was ADHD. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I hated so, the medication. But. Yeah, and normally children don't like, right? But it's uh, like a lot of the times they need in order for they to be able to concentrate, to pay attention, to be... To function. Uh, to yeah, function not be a distraction school. to other students. Exactly. Right? And then when they cannot concentrate or be part of the group in, at school, it, they suffer from low self-esteem and problems with even depression and other things. So then um, discussing that with the parents, a lot of the times, I uh, even though I am a very, I really like to focus on natural treatments and alternative treatments, um, I actually, for some kids, there is the need that, otherwise the the child will not be able to function at school. So, but I was searching for new um, treatments that wouldn't be non-invasive, that would be an alternative to medication. And I ended up um, finding neurofeedback, and I started learning and studying more and being more interested in that. Excellent. What is neurofeedback, though? So neurofeedback is a very resourceful treatment that helps the brain to regulate itself. So it's about the central nervous system getting in, in, a, in a way that regulates all aspects of the health. Okay. So um, what it is what we call fitness for the brain because it's like a workout for the brain. And like I say, I have in my brochure, like, um, is your brain fit? It is because when you are doing neurofeedback, actually you are helping the brain to work out. Right. So Sounds uh, comprehensive. Yes. And um, so um, it seems like it could treat a lot of different disorders, not just ADHD, right? Yeah, no, you actually, you can treat a lot of disorders. And like I say, if it, it is for the central nervous system, mm-hmm. so then when you regulate the central nervous system, you are regulating your 
health in general. So it's like we treat today, we treat ADHD, we treat post-traumatic stress disorder, we treat anxiety, OCD, we treat depression, uh, a lot of... uh, problems related even to the physical, like migraines, like uh, stomach problems, memory improves, Mm -hmm. um, concentration. um, So it's really... I I also see um, um, that you guys do sleep, like sleep problems, sleep disorders. It helps with that also. Exactly. Yeah, my my friend Carlos uh, suffers from from some sleep disorders, uh, you know, night terrors and things like that, mm-hmm. and he really hasn't found a less evasive way of dealing with that. But uh, maybe neurofeedback might help him. Exactly, it is really effective for sleeping disorders and uh, chemical dependency. It's, it's, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, and um, um, like how how do you how does the treatment work? Yes, in reality, normally we suggest 20 sessions, uh, the minimum. So like a a person comes to me with a problem with depression, for example, I will suggest for the person to start with 20 sessions. A lot of the times, like I have some results by the five, six sessions, we have some results uh, where the person gets out of that state in we cannot work with because the person is so depressed that the, she or he is not functioning. And then after that, after t- the 20, if we really didn't reach our goal, um, then we continue. ADHD, normally we need around 40 for children and a little bit more for adults. Mm-hmm. So, and this is the way it works. Um, We have um, electrodes that we actually attach to the scalp of the the person. And these electrodes send to the computer messages of how the brain waves in that part of the brain are working. And then the computer sends feedback to the person and the brain through images like video games or movies through the computer and auditory, then the brain learns what the brain needs to do in order for the brain to self-regulate. Wow, that sounds awesome. It is. It's amazing. Mm -hmm. That's pretty cool. And I see you have a little friend with you there on your lap. It's not because you're a bear fan, but can you tell us about your your friend there? Yeah, so Teddy (laughs) is a, a friend of my clients. And then actually, like I say, uh, feedback comes from the monitor through images like video games or uh, movies that the person is watching. And the, the bear brings the feedback for kinesthetic, so tactile uh, feedback. Oh. So while the monitor is giving the feedback for images and sounds, the bear is giving feedback for in terms of tactile. Now, you had a good example at the Abilities Expo at your workshop of how it actually works where um, you said riding a bike and relearning that. Can you uh, Oh, yeah. It's like um, when we are learning how to ride a bike, we need to work on our balance uh, balance and learn gravity, how gravity will help you in order for you to be able to be able to uh, ride the the bike, right? So then it's like when you start to have all this 
mistakes that you're making, right? And the brain is helping you to adjust that in order for you to be able to learn how to work with the gravity and ride your bike, Right? Right, right, right. So it's the same thing. Like when your brain, when you were watching um, the the monitor and the movies and uh, the video games, the brain is actually helping you with the mistakes that you are making and adjusting that in order for it to self-regulate. Excellent. Yeah. Wow, mm-hmm. that sounds. You know, and it sounds like it would be um, good for our community, especially because um, when you get injured. You're thrust into a world that is completely foreign, mm-hmm. and um, people deal with it different way. In different mm-hmm. ways, mm-hmm. there's um, depression, anxiety, and mm-hmm. when you have those, it seems like it's difficult to participate at um, in while you're in therapy with um, different uh, groups and uh, different therapies to help mm-hmm. you, you know, progress. And uh, it seems like it could be an anchor um, to hold you back. So. Yeah. Um, I, I was wondering, do you think that would be something that our community would be interested in? Yeah, definitely, because it's just like, like I say, a person with depression a lot of the times needs a medication in order for the person to be able to get out of that state of right. deep depression and function again, right? With neurofeedback, you can do that faster, actually, right? Because you need, the medication takes like six to eight weeks mm-hmm. right. to kick in. And, and then you then, have side effects to uh, deal with and addiction issues, right? Exactly. And then um, and with the neurofeedback, you, you have it, that um, result faster. I'm not saying that uh, medication is not necessary at all, that th- there are times that medication is necessary and then, and then yes. this is um, I always work with the doctor or the physician of mm-hmm. the person in order for for us to to be able to work with the person but then there are times that it really is faster and the person is able to function faster and better yeah. improving all aspects of his or her life though then helping the person to take the actions that the person needs to take in order to recover, right? No, no, it, that's that's a good point you make. And, uh, you know, there's always a, um, there's a certain stigma uh, when you look for help or there's help out there that has some kind of treatment or mental treatment for your brain because everyone thinks, oh, my God, something's wrong with me. I'm, I'm, it's really not that situation with neurofeedback, it sounds like. It sounds you're more giving it a tune-up. And making sure you open up all the cylinders in your brain to yes. be able to to to, to yeah, do things operate better. Operate at your full potential. Exactly. Exactly. And I always say that, um, for example, people, if you have a toothache, what we're going to do? Yeah, go, to, go, the go to the dentist, yeah. right? And then you treat that, and you're okay, right? And mm-hmm. things are all right. And it's the same thing with the brain and with us. With psychological and emotional issues, there are times that you're feeling some kind of pain that it's important for you to go there and take care of that. Mm-hmm. And then after that, you were living your life normally, right? Yeah, yeah. no. That- yeah, and um, I have to confess, uh, when I was um, in rehab at Rancho, the mm-hmm. therapist came in, um, psychiatrist came in, mm-hmm. talked to me, and um, she came with a kind of an attitude expecting that I was depressed or, you know, mm-hmm. but I d- 
didn't feel depressed and I got angry and I kicked her out. Oh. Uh, but if um, I think if somebody had approached me uh, with the idea of neurofeedback, I would have mm-hmm. been way more open to, um, you know, talking about whatever issues and participating better mm-hmm. and getting more out of my therapy. Uh-huh. So I can see how that um, this field, I hope this field expands and, and um, people who are injured take advantage. Yeah. Not and only it, that, but it also uh, becomes integrated in, in part of your rehabilitation process in a yeah. way, right? And then life. Yeah. Exactly. Because I can see that it can help also with the physical uh, recovery. So it is like, because like I said, through the central nervous system regulated, then everything in your health becomes better. Right. And then, um, so what, what could I expect um, throughout treatment uh, if I were to um, do neurofeedback as a therapy? Um, like you can, if you, let's talk about depression, right? So let's have an example of depression. So a person's depressed and comes to therapy. A person doesn't have pleasure with things that she used to do or doesn't, uh, is not sleeping well, not eating well, not functioning, not going to work, not, uh, taking showers or, right? It's want only to be in bed. So then with neurofeedback, the person starts to get better. So normally I have the, the measure how from 1 to 10, how much is it that you're feeling depressed? So the person's stage would be 10, right? So with neurofeedback, the tendency is for the person every visit to decrease more and more. Okay. So like I, I treated um, a client... Um, Last week, for example, it come, came for 10, right? She mm-hmm. came, she was 10, and uh, let this, uh, the week after that, she was 3. So it's really powerful, and you see that there is a great difference. And, and you treated her with the electrodes and the bear. Yeah. That sounds yes, fun. Exactly. That actually sounds kind of fun. <laughs> Anytime you could incorporate plushy, soft animals and, and, and toys into the part of therapy, it always makes it yeah, easier. Yeah, Ray, right? Ray will be down for that. I'm, I'm with it. <laughs> yeah, and uh, people I'm, are I'm very f- like, they come and they watch movies, right? Yes. So then it's like oh, 30 yeah. minutes watching a movie and... And then you you mentioned video games. I'm video a video games. gamer oh, by yeah. heart, and you I don't think play. I'll ever stop playing. I'm, more, I'm probably more of a movie, <laughs> but I like video games, but this guy is insane about it. Well, I like movies. Well, if you were to see the video games they're coming out with, they look like movies. Yes, <laughs> they're like in they a are. movie, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They make they're it powerful. all theatrical and everything. I don't have bad games, but they're, they're cool, too. <laughs> no, we might have you have to do neural feedback um, because of night terrors after the, I show you a game that I've been oh, playing. Oh, my goodness. Oh, wow. But well, what's pre- the game called? Uh, I think it's called Outlast. Oh, yeah. yeah. Outlast. Outlast. Oh, yeah. Please. Pretty scary. Yeah. Wow. I had to turn it off and take it in doses because it was too much. I oh, said, my 10 gosh. minutes, I said, okay, tomorrow with the lights on, I'll try it again. But, <laughs> He's going to need some neural I, feedback. I think so. That. Yeah. Uh-huh. A little well, bit of treatment. Wanted to bring up another topic um, because uh, when someone deals with a catastrophic injury or different issues like depression, anxiety, and so on, um, it, don't, it not only affects them, but their family as well. And they get 
kind of pulled into um, these other things. I mean, do you have family also participate when they come in and say, you know what, it's affecting me as well? Um, uh-huh. Can I get help? Yes. Does that happen? Yes. A lot of the times we uh, assist parents that with kids with ADHD or trauma or family um, of people who has uh, problems with uh, addictions. Mm-hmm. So it's relational. So a lot of a lot of them get uh, really involved with the problem mm-hmm. also, and they are affected. So they also can participate in the treatment. Yeah, like mm-hmm. marriage, if you were married before you got hurt or... Or maybe after, how that adjustment is yes. for you. Some yeah. people don't take it as, as well as others. So. Yeah, I think the trauma affects the people around you sometimes as much, if not more, than it affected the person that experienced the of trauma. Of course, right? yeah. yeah so. and for me, it was friends. They really don't know, didn't know how to help me. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was out of their control. You know, They could only do so much. Just be there for you and give you moral support and, and mm-hmm. ask you if you're okay, if you need anything, let me know. And, mm-hmm. and I'm sure they kind of get a little, you know, some kind of emotional impact that they have to go through of as well. Of course, yeah, yeah, because it's very impacting everybody, right? It's impacting everyone in the, in the system, in the in different family ways. and the friendships and... Yeah. And then uh, once someone has gone through treatment and, you know, everything is over, do they tend to uh, learn to adapt and, and uh, use what they learn in therapy like, to continue to, to stay? Yeah, sure. Uh, without depression or, you know, without ADHD or... Yes. So it's lasting, is what I'm asking. Exactly. In in the treatment, it is like when you go through neurofeedback, like I say, your brain and your central nervous system is actually regulated. And okay. then the need for interventions later is less. You don't really need a lot of intervention. And you can come sometimes for a booster, but it's not uh, in, a, in the same amount of sessions that you had. In terms of ADHD, I think that for children who need um, who need a medication, in a, like I say, in the short term for the parents, it is like the neurofeedback is expensive. But if you think about a long term, neurofeedback is not expensive because you go through this right. treatment, forty sessions, and then the child is okay and don't need medication. They they they, they don't need medication anymore. Right. And, so you don't uh, have that lingering cost. Yeah, exactly. Right. And through, if the child needs uh, medication throughout their lives, there is not only the, the expense with, uh, with the medication, but also the impact of... Um, right. of them uh, being successful. Exactly. Right. And the medication side effects also, yeah, right? Exactly. So it's yeah. something that you have to deal with yeah and also uh it it um it sounds like it's uh it works as a preventive measure as well um as far as you know people falling into deeper depression deeper anger stages where they're not able to either go back to outpatient therapy or or go back to work or continue their activities so i mean it seems like this will help in 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 that case yeah it just seems better all around actually because you know if you miss miss your medication one day you forget yeah then the depression is even worse yes and then it's harder to you know re-regulate right exactly so it's a non-invasive 
non-drug mm -hmm. treatment. You don't have to worry to about that. forgetting. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Then when you are actually, when your central nervous system is regulated, then you are okay. And then you are able actually to learn more skills in order for you to not get back in those uh, right. same patterns that lead you to depression or to anxiety or any other, any other symptoms that you have. Excellent. Now, where do, where do you see neurofeedback going, or, or where, where do you see the future of neurofeedback uh, growing to one day? Well, I'm very excited because I feel and I see that it is really growing and a lot of people starting to know about it mm -hmm. and being able to try and willing to try. Mm -hmm. And I think that it is really uh, very beneficial because then we will help people to be able to be treated in a more natural and alternative way. So I feel that more people learning about it and more people being interested in trying, it is very good and a very good sign because we can go in a direction of a lot of preventive, of a lot of more balanced life for everyone. Wow. Yeah, and um, I, I was wondering, because you're the first person I've t uh, spoken with who um, deals in the field of neurofeedback. Uh -huh. Is there a... Um, uh, uh, more of you guys, or yeah, are you the yeah. only one? Or? <laughs> no, like, no, you're that? growing. There are, okay. you know, there are a lot of uh, practitioners. Yeah, because uh, I know people in other states that um, are further away from you. Yeah, um, might want to, might be interested, so they can look up somebody in their area. Yeah, they can look. Okay. Um, we have a lot of practitioners throughout the the United States, and right. it okay. is growing, which is, I think. Just, Amazing, great. It's, yeah, it's really great to have options. Exactly. You know? and, uh, but to be honest with you, I never heard of neurofeedback or knew what it was about. Maybe I heard it in the news once in a while, but, um, you know, when I got hurt, there was, I mean, I got hurt in 93, and there was really nothing. There was nothing. Like <laughs> that. Yeah. And, and there wasn't much in that. 2002 when I got hurt. Yeah. Uh -huh. But, um, yeah, so. So as technology and innovation and different holistic approaches to you know, to all these great um, therapies and treatments come out, it's it's going to be a win-win for all of us. And, yes. and, and it also crosses over, right, to different disabilities, not only spinal cord. Because uh -huh. an able-bodied person could have all these issues as oh, well. Yeah, she, she meant, yeah like she <laughs> yeah. mentioned, post-traumatic stress. Yeah. So a lot of people with that. Exactly, yeah. after um, um, impact or right. something. Or at their work, you know, they probably have a type of job that, is really mentally straining, and, and, you know, those people need it as well. What about people that are really angry? Yeah, it helps, too. And it is really, um, we, like I said, we work with certain areas of the brain, and actually what really works is like, because in that area of the brain, the brainwave activities are not working very well, mm -hmm. so then what the feedback does is adjust that and help that wave, brain waves. Uh, to work better. Yeah. So then, yeah. like, in terms of anger, for example, emotional reactivity, we work with a lot of the right side and the uh, prefrontal cortex. So then it helps the person to really decrease their reactivity. And at this time, the person is able to really learn through cognitive behavior therapy more skills in order for the person to really 
uh, learn how to handle anger in the future because anger is a human emotion and it, we will always have anger. Oh, yeah, then, I know people with a lot of anger. Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> no, but yeah, we have anger. It's not as normal, right? Right. But the main thing is how you behave when you are angry. So then when you have this control, it's better for you, for your health, and for mm -hmm. your relationships, right? Because then you will be able to learn assertive communication mm -hmm. in order for you to express whatever it is that are your needs mm -hmm. that are leading you to anger. So then when you resolve that, then you are able to really um, communicate better, have better com uh, relationships, and... Uh, have a better life in general. So. Yeah, because a lot of people bottle it up, and that's not healthy, and a lot of people act out on it, and that also could be dangerous, you know, so you have to know how to diffuse and, yeah. and vent out that frustration in different ways. So that makes mm -hmm. a lot of sense. Exactly. Wow. And it's healthier. I, this is awesome. I'm, I'm learning stuff every day and, mm -hmm. and neurofeedback and, and all the great things that, that they're doing with, with helping people is, is great. Um, mm -hmm. As we get to wrapping up here, I mean, um, is there anything, you, anything else you want to add, Christina, regarding um, your therapies and, and where they can maybe you know, find you and, and get in contact with you? Yeah, I actually would like to mention that I'm part of a homecoming for veterans that I offer... Um, uh, free treatment for veterans, and I have a waiting. I have a list, um, waiting list now. Then I treat one veteran per time, and um, um, I will be more than happy to receive calls if uh, somebody would like to be treated. And okay. um, I am actually in West Los Angeles in uh, Santa Monica Boulevard. And you can reach me at my phone, 310-600-0159. And um, your website? My is... website is uh, losangelesneurofeedback.com. Oh, okay. Great. That's easy enough to remember. Uh-huh. Yeah, definitely check her out. Her website's there with all the great information and photos, even a, a, a you know, there's a video there on there that you could uh, watch and... Yeah, we have actually a lot of different videos for different uh, uh, problem areas. Like I have a, a video for uh, children with autism, video for children with ADHD and adults, and I have a video for chemical dependency. Chem okay. I have a video for veterans with, uh, with post-traumatic stress disorder. Okay. So, and uh, a video explaining exactly what neurofeedback is and it's very resourceful, so okay. free to visit. Good deal. And, um, you know, you can, if you haven't found us already, we're on uh, Club Push Room. That's our YouTube channel. And, oh, that's right, we have a website, don't we? We do, a social networking site. Uh, this is where everyone makes connections. Uh, it's pushroom.com, as you can see mm -hmm. on our uh on our banner there but uh, just feel free to join and we'd like to bring you guys uh, interesting different and variety of topics that maybe could help you guys out deal with life after injury basically and what what we have to go through and all the challenges we have to get through so um once again we want to thank christina wood for being with us yeah thanks uh, and thank you, you know enlightening for having me here no no it's been a pleasure and a learning experience so yeah. we we'd like to uh, wish you good luck on your um you know on your work and, and keep up the great work out there so thank you. 
But yeah, um, also check us out on iTunes. And if you want to get in contact with us, you can reach us at info at pushroom.coms with any questions, show topics, or or any ideas. Maybe how we can bring a better uh, show to you. So with that, we leave you guys, uh, and we'll catch you on our next episode. All right. Take Thanks it a lot. Easy. Thank you. Bye bye. <laughs>